Hey everyone, it's Kelsey. And Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner, Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast, and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Manu. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's what we do here every single day. It is Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021. Our quote of the day, to appreciate the beauty of a snowflake, it is necessary to stand out in the cold. Ooh. I know. I know. (laughs) Just some Greek guy named Aristotle. (laughs) (laughs) You know us Greeks. We're just... I read Uh, that and was like, ooh, baby. Whoa. Okay, let me say this again. To appreciate the beauty of a snowflake, it is necessary to stand out in the cold. Okay, so stand out in the cold. What does he mean? He means, like, it's got to suck. Yeah. You got to go low to go high. Damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing it as, like, really, anytime we understand beauty, it's all relative to things that are challenging, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I think... Even like right now, Maria, you've done such a beautiful job of understanding the beauty of this challenging situation with your mom. But to do that, you have to be in it, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's what it's saying. Aristotle was a pretty smart guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn. Welcome to uh, our East Coast studio, everybody. We've been broadcasting here as we are taking care of my mom and making sure she's around family. It is a snowy Connecticut Yes, it is. We love the snow hmm. because we really aren't having to shovel, which is f- fine. And it's not a forever thing. I don't think I could do it forever. No. But it is a fun little spice. And this past weekend, I ran out to get us all snowsuits so that we would be prepared for when we want to make our snow angels for Instagram. <laughs> let's be real. Uh, so we can try to make Jeff Graham jealous. jealous? <laughs> yeah, uh, outdo us. And so uh, I, we, Kevin and I went to Dick's Sporting Goods and got the last remaining like snow pants and snow uniforms. And then as we were checking, out, I go, what's that? And they're like, oh, those are sleds. And I'm like, oh, we need a sled. Hell so we got yeah. a sled. And so we're going to figure something out. I love it. Somehow, some way. I figure it out. tried to go for a walk down the driveway this morning and almost died about three times. Yeah, well, because you can't see where the ice is exactly. now because it's covered by snow. <laughs> Kelsey. But yeah, it was still nice to be outside. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. We're going back. Yeah. I think we just yeah. need skis now. <laughs> Please. I'm into it. Buy skis so we can just cross country ski all over the property. 
please. Cross country ski or the snowshoes? We never Do got. Do the snowshoes slide? No, the the cross country skis are more fun. Yeah. Snowshoes are more practical. Yeah. I feel like we need like mini skis. They must have like oh, mini sure. ones they for do. cross country, they do. right? Mm-hmm. They're called snowblades, just so you know. Really? Those little mini skis. Yeah. So if you look for snowblades, you should be able to find them. Honey, can you go on like the Facebook market and find some used ones? Listen, we. It's funny. This was a segment on Regular Guy Friday coming <laughs> mm. up this Friday. Of course. But yep. now we'll just we'll do it today. Mm. I'm ready. I skied growing up, so every time I see the snow, I'm like, yes! It just reminds me of skiing, so... So, I was in ski club in high school, Mm -hmm. and I have a few ski experiences. So, one, I did a race at Wachusett Mountain, and I actually did really well, which was my first time ever racing. Um, I don't remember exactly, and I don't want to, like, fib, even though I'm not fibbing, I just don't remember properly, but I came in, like... (laughs) a good place it was either like I either won or came in like second place or something I did really really well and it was shocking but that was my first and only race and then I remember one time I was too poor to to get skis so I borrowed a friend's skis but I didn't realize he's six feet tall and I'm not right so they were way too long they were way too (laughs) long note to self don't ever do that no and uh I asked someone where the greens were because it was my first time on the mountain for the, the day and I wanted to warm up. And I only did blues, like that was as high as I went. And so this guy sent me down a double black diamond like an asshole. Ooh. And I nearly killed myself. Yep. I went down some mogul and yep. my knee just went a whole other direction. Mm. And then I was stuck and I was crying and I was in so much pain. I'm at the top of the mountain basically. And so they sent one of those emergency people up to come get me. But I have such a problem with getting in like a a stretcher or being vulnerable like that. I don't know. Like anytime, remember, honey, anytime I had to go to the hospital, we thought I had appendicitis once. And he'd be like, lay down in the bed. I'm like, no, then I'm a patient. No. And I wouldn't do it. It's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. So guess who like slid down the mountain, the entire mountain on her butt? Oh, yeah. Me. Oh yeah, and I've had a problem with that Been knee there. the rest mm-hmm. of my life. So just wow. don't ever do that. It's stupid. I was in ski club though, and it was really fun. Alyssa and I, my best friend, we used to go. Alyssa used to ski into the trees. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, where are you going? And then boom, she'd like crash into a tree, <laughs> which is awful. I have. Luckily, she's okay to tell the stories. <laughs> Truly, I have so many memories of either my when you were saying the black diamond story. My sister rolling down, we, it's called Seventh Heaven up in Seattle at Stevens Pass, rolling down Seventh Heaven because the poor girl couldn't, I felt so badly. My friend Hannah ran into a tree pit, like honey, many a story. Honey, <laughs> this one, we're, we're walking down the street the other day in the snow and she's like, yeah, I remember we had to go skiing every weekend. I no, go, no, oh, no, poor no, you, no, Kelsey, we no, had to go skiing is, every weekend. You did. That is not what happened. I said the snow brings back a lot of memories. We had, had to, to go. We had to go I skiing. Every we had to go skiing. Sons of bitches making you ski. You no, I hate them for you, Kelsey. I'm sorry. There's a bit of abuse there, Dub and Deb. Excuse me, Doug Dub and Deb. Yeah, a little bit. Yep. I'm here for Doug and Deb today. I double L E and an I L millennial. That's me. We done? Maria, I have a trivia question for you. <laughs> okay, what's the trivia? <laughs> Can you think of your most iconic on-screen moment while you're skiing? Uh, uh, duh, Fantastic Four. Uh, um, pretty cool. Do you know my fun my fun story behind that? 
So no. Chris and I, Chris Evans and I went to, we were at Whistler to shoot those scenes, right? And I'm jumping out of the helicopter into a pad. It was so cool. So anyway, cool. Um, I didn't know my stunt double was like 6'10". <laughs> so when you look at the ski, the, this, the moment when the person jumps out of the plane, the person is like a six foot tall man. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, wow, I was really long. Wow. So, I find it. Yeah. That's it was funny. funny. But um. But no, Kelsey did say she had a lot of fun. She didn't mean it like that, but it was really funny. Kelsey I go, oh, the, you had to go skiing, no, Kelsey. The, one of the most non-millennial millennials, Kelsey. I can't. So. <laughs> I would just like to say I'm a great... Um, Skier? No, no, no. I was just... What's the word? I put up with a lot of a lot of their... Guff. A lot of their heckle. Heckling. Uh, She's yeah. so good. That's why it's so fun. <laughs> She's so good at it. My whole life, I've always... <laughs> always... <laughs> My poor mother and I, well, but usually I... No, I will it. say but when it comes to is, Kelsey but, and when it comes to like wh- where she ranks like in terms of generations, it's N slash A, not applicable. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thank you. For sure. Yeah, not no. applicable. You are a special case, Kelsey. We love you. I love you guys. We might say on a nightly basis, oh my God, she's so special. Like she's so special, but like in the real way, not in the she's so special <laughs> in the real way um, because you are an angel. But it is uh, And I'm sorry to, because to, I am... To, my I'm, dad, honey, my dad all day, he'll be like who who threw out the spoons i go kelsey kelsey (laughs) kelsey why (laughs) like we need comedy relief in this house so literally it's just been so jeff i want to say you know and i think you have my back on this as a millennial i think everyone is special oh my god not just kelsey right (laughs) well if we open up the definition of special once again i do think everyone has something special about that absolutely any special special look at her guys winnie is such a little bitch I'm, I love her so much this morning when she saw me because she's been sleeping with Auntie Kelsey. This morning when she saw me, she was so divided because she was so hungry, yeah. wanted her food. But then she was dancing and hopping to see me. My little bunny bitch. She was so cute. Um, anyhow, so yes, I got the sled. <laughs> and if we find a place, we will buy more sleds or use the trash barrel okay, tops. Because so- Kevin doesn't understand that the yeah. trash barrel tops, this is how you do things, honey. Like not everything mm-hmm. doesn't have to be. There's no, like, way, to, there's no way to put your hands, Maria. Are yeah, you? There are, is. Are That's you, how we did it when we were kids. You are gonna go on one like little <laughs> attempt. Like, we've been through this how many times? No, we've been through these lap. things. <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna you go. go. <laughs> gonna okay, go and I'm gonna together. say, are you happy with the twenty dollars or the eighteen dollars you saved because that's how, how much they were? <laughs> I just didn't want to have to store a million things. And I thought I felt like it was wasteful. I hate waste. Because I'm like, are we going to really do this? Or are we just going to take a picture for Instagram where we just slide? I was like, we can each take a picture on the sled. (laughs) And then we'll be done. And of course, you're going to use them eventually. And we have plenty. Which is very millennial of me. But we've dehoarded the house. And now those are the things you do keep. And they go in long-term storage. And for winter, you bring them out and like. Yeah. Is it a toboggan you bought or a long one? It's not the long one. Mm. It's like the little mini sled. It's a little mini sled. It's cute. We'll see what happens. I love it. Yeah. I did look into the small uh, skis. Blades. They are not free, people. No. No. I didn't expect them to be. No, but then they have something interesting, Jeff. Have you heard of these like ski shoes? Those look look, look like tennis rackets, right? No. No, those were snowshoes. These are ski shoes. So they're probably, I don't know, maybe. A little over, 
maybe a little. I'm gonna ask my dad. My dad will be able to build us something where we put our little like sneaker. You're not gonna build anything. No, these are great. We'll duct tape them. No, no. Let me tell you, Maria. These are. What if we use the 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 trash barrel tops and we duct tape our boots to the middle? I'm having nothing to do with (laughs) this. Perfect. Because you know what? When it all goes wrong, it's gonna be fun balls who's gonna have to clean up the mat. No, I'm not doing this. Anyway, they have they have ski shoes, you guys. Okay. That are about a foot, a little over a foot. That are, that will do what we want. Okay, cool. These wow, I'm looking cool. at these are crazy. They're, yeah, they're snow almost feet. like ice skates. Yeah, snow feet, mini ski up. skates. Yeah. Listen, we got to make the most of the experience ski and. Um, oh. Interesting, what? right? Maria, you'll think they're real cool. Okay. All ski right. skates. Yes, ski let's make it happen. Well, I'm gonna do. Some I'm, I'm gonna pull it up for our people. So they can see the seat. So I'm going to stand out in the cold so I can appreciate the beauty of being a snowflake. (laughs) (laughs) Back to that. Um, I have a big, um, big gift for Miss Kelsey right now. Maria, the darkness, it takes, it takes darkness to see the light. Yes. How would you not appreciate light if there weren't dark, darkness? I think that's what he means by the cold. This is true. Yeah, I agree. Um, guys... Guess whose birthday it is today? Harry Styles. Oh, she knew. <laughs> I thought I was going to break the news <laughs> to her. All right. Wah, wah, wah. Thank you, though. Thank you for wishing him a happy birthday. You're welcome. You're welcome. I saw that trending on Twitter, along with the nine-year-old that was tased and uh, pepper sprayed <sighs> or whatever. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we like to stick to the positives here. Right. Um, but, yes. And sticking to the positives um we are going to cover a really cool topic in a little bit but let's get to our duncan break because better together runs on duncan that's right every single day uh i still love our cheers and cups by the way so So today we get a hot matcha latte and a wake-up wrap um of course it's our breakfast inspired week so today we have two breakfast options that break the mold the duncan wake up wrap which is one of my faves and the um uh matcha latte oh i thought it was two different breakfast options this says just the wake up wrap and a matcha latte Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i just assumed a breakfast option is two food items ah that's why i was (laughs) like wait something wrong here so jeff what are you munching on over there because with our our snow situation we weren't able to get the duncan so you had to do the wake up wrap i vividly uh, know what that tastes like because i've eaten about a million of them in my lifetime um i'll describe it maria and you can see if you agree (laughs) first of all i'm uh, happy to take the fall on behalf of the team and have to eat this delicious duncan food Mm -hmm. um the warm tortilla Mm. the 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 delicious egg with the melted cheese. Mm, you can also add your favorite breakfast meat, right? Ooh. Well, the thing I love, it comes with veggies. I'll show you on the screen. The egg um, has little peppers inside. Oh, which you did are the really egg white, good. the egg white with the roasted veggies. I guess I just asked for the wake up wrap. Oh, um, my wake up wrap is always just an egg and cheese. Well, look it, well at it has the cheese too. It's it's really really good. Maybe the Ohio the version I, is that way. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know, but the, maybe in Ohio they're just we're just like healthier. I don't know, but um, the thing I love about this is um, the egg white is so soft. It doesn't have mm-hmm. sometimes when you have that um, like manufactured egg white at a at a chain that's not as high class as Dunkin'. Right. It kind of has like a crispy weirdness on the outside mm-hmm. that makes it taste weirdly preserved. Old. This is so fresh. Yeah. 
Well, and also for people who aren't huge coffee fans or can't have coffee like Miss Kelsey, That's right. uh, the matcha latte is a really good other drink to explore. So obviously it's uh, a beautiful, fresh taste of green tea. But unlike regular green tea, which steeps and discards the leaves, matcha leaves are ground into the finest powder and then blended directly into the hot water. So you get that mm. kind of frothy, yummy taste. And so uh, I love the matcha lattes as well. So uh, crank up breakfast, your your daily breakfast, 2 and 11 with the Dunkin' Wake Up Wrap and a matcha latte. You can get this delivered, of course. Uh, I don't believe ours delivers. That's the not. only issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe yours will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe Most yours likely. will. And America runs on Dunkin', but you know Better Together runs on Dunkin'. And um, yeah, so there we go. Mm-mm-mm. Super good. So we were supposed to have Priyanka uh, Chopra on the show today, but you got us instead because uh, we had to reschedule her for later this week. But mm-hmm. what I love about that is it gives me even more time yeah. to um, to keep reading her book. So uh, that is always great. I really, really am like loving her because she's very bold. Mm-hmm. And she's unapologetic. And it's what, like, all the things that I want to be more of. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I'm bold. Educated and classy. Yeah. Right. She still I, there's a lot, a lot of You can watch any mm-hmm. bad oh. reality TV show and yes. see unapologetic and bold. Yeah, she's the right yes. And we have just enough of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I agree. Yeah. Very good input, boo. I love you pop in with just the right thing. That was perfect. And you just, <laughs> shh. Regular guy Friday. Regular guy Friday. Can you imagine how you. serious? Yeah, you're like, mm, thank just, you. Shh. Um, no, I think that's, that's totally, um, totally right. I just love how, you know, and she talks about like sink or swim and, uh, I've always loved being in those positions where you kind of sink or swim because that's where I feel like life is Mm -hmm. where you're like, is it going to work? Is it going to work? Oh, okay. Here we go. And I guess we're technically in a sink or swim situation right now, which is in a different way because it's life and death. And I'm going to get to that. But what I watched in her journey in her life already was her parents just like popped her into different situations and she had to sink or swim. Mm-hmm. And what I think that created was such a strong individual where she was her own um, North Star, North Star, mm-hmm. her own um, kind of rudder. Like she just. She just had to fig- figure it out. That's, I think, I feel like that's mm-hmm. parents from another culture yeah. who are strong enough to do that, where yeah. our parents don't want us to sink. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like the inflatable mm-hmm. life raft, of, <laughs> I mean, the yeah. warm, warm the temperature of the pool. Yeah. Like. yeah. And, and she talks about the different traumas that are associated with some of these things, mm-hmm. and you see it and you feel it when you're reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be curious to get into with her how she overcame the traumas, is she still overcoming them, how she's dealt with it all. Yeah. So it's going to be a really great interview. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, we are in our own kind of sink or swim situation. As I was thinking that, um, I realized it. And I do kind of enjoy those moments where you don't know the outcome. Now, this is a whole different thing. I, I wish I knew the outcome on this one with my mom. But mm-hmm. we are in that place where... We just don't know what's happening. And again, I'm sharing this for all of you who are out there who um, are in kind of that 
declining time with a family member or a friend and you're confused, you're confused if you're in charge on how to handle it, what to do, what the right thing to do is, how to, how to do it without regrets. And then also COVID is adding such a new layer to all of this because COVID is such an unknown. And so the last couple of days have been challenging with my mom and last night was one of my scariest moments. I mean, it was pretty terrifying and I, I, I was really, really scared and, um, I, I couldn't tell what was happening and she just was really, really weak and really labored in her breathing and her talking, her talking got super deep. There was like a little gurgling, which unfortunately people talk about is like the sign of like the, the final stages. And so I'm having kind of a mini panic attack, but staying calm in front of her and trying to get her to tell me what she's feeling so I could help her. And she couldn't even get words out. Mm-hmm. And it was really scary. And, you know, the last couple of days, and I've talked about this on the show, I've really been focusing on manifesting a miracle because all we talk about in the show all the time is how energy is so powerful. And so why am I going to give energy to the worst case scenario when I could give my energy to the best case scenario? And I'd rather live there, but I have to, I also have to kind of, you know, walk it out here on this plane, as I always talk about. So I've been doing energy work on her and I think I'm going to give Jeff a crack at editing that video of, um, of me doing energy work on my mom and helping her to release her bladder because I want to show you guys what's possible out there and that, and that you can do these things. You know, we have these workshops in the Patreon that we have like celebrated healers that are teaching you how to do tapping and how to do Reiki and how to do all these things because the power is within all of us and we just aren't tapping into it or we're scared or we're shy or we're embarrassed or we don't feel like we know what we're doing. So I'm just going to share what I did. But as you're going through your journey, just know there is no right and wrong. It's just Mm -hmm. trial and error and it's just trying. And so I have been I said to my best friend this morning as we were updating, I was updating her. I said, as much as I'm afraid in those moments, I shift out really quickly and I get really giddy at the possibility. And I'm really like almost equally scared and equally giddy that, oh my God, we could get a miracle. We could, we could. And, Mm -hmm. and I just keep saying every night, I'm like, I believe in miracles. I've read about them. I've seen them why not her? And so with that in mind, when I'm dealing with, um, you know, different people that are coming in and out who are, you know, making their best assumptions on what's happening, um, I have to deal with um, people's beliefs of what's going on and their beliefs of how to handle it. And that's a challenge sometimes. Um you know, I've had such a blessing to have such collaborative doctors in California with me, which is why I always wanted my mom with me because I knew that I had the best of the best who, by the way, she's got the best of the best here. We have amazing doctors everywhere, but 
I've spent so much time with our doctors there Mm -hmm. where they get me and they know me and we have such a trusting kind of relationship and they don't allow their egos to get in the way. Like I had a a very long conversation with Dr. Black last night. He's the top neurosurgeon, maybe in the entire world. Mm. And I was talking to him about this. Not to mention just probably one of the most brilliant men that I've ever met. His first operation, I think, was like six years old. I mean, he's literally a genius. Yeah. And that's why his friends are like Elon Musk, you know, because his contemporaries. And by the way, it's a credit to you, Maria, that you have the conversations you have with him because you get his mind working where you you look at this in a way different way. So cool. But that being said. Yeah. That's a great point, Kevin. No, but his ego, Maria, is it's incredible because it takes a to do anything great, you have to have a great ego. Every great artist, you know what I mean? It goes hand in hand. But can you check Mm. Your ego, when it needs to be checked, can any of us? Mm-hmm. How many times? What is that, Maria, that you've had the ego as the enemy? Yeah, I have a book right? I've read, I think it was in 2016, because I'm looking back at my bookmarks, about ego is the enemy. It was given to me by somebody, and I was like, ooh, this is so cool. And I'll, I'll share some excerpts that I kind of quickly pulled before the show. But, yeah, he's he's so methodical about things. So, like, Jeff, I found that treatment in India, and they're... Um, they said that there is an ability to ship it here and, and this whole thing. And so he asked me very methodical questions like what, um, you know, I sent him the PowerPoints and, you know, what does it cost? What are they saying? Blah, 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 blah. And once he gathered all the information, he was like, listen, I think this is, you know, fine to try. And, um, you know, where other doctors could be like, no, that's not going to work. And well, it's the a ego, ways, right? well, the ego gets in the way. He normally. always entertains always does the work Mm -hmm. and is like and by the way one of the busiest and most sought after humans on the planet Mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful to have those collaborations Dr. Rudnick at Cedar sinai literally an Mm -hmm. angel so collaborative so amazing and but Maria the ego thing with these guys you know you think about the insult you've been you're the best of what you do in the world as you said right you've the people he's operating on forget it and you have some civilian girl in you saying, hey, I think I have a better way to save my mom. Now, your ego, mm-hmm. you know, for something like that goes, are you, 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 are you really wasting my time with this conversation? You think you know better than me? And Dr. Black, Dr. Rudnick, they, it's incredible that they don't. And I'm always waiting for them to do so and then try to work around that because I would expect it. And they don't. But then how many times... Do we see, Maria, other people, and probably, I don't know if you've done it in your life, I know I have, where I've been guilty of it, but you bring your ego in, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. it just, it, and I, I know the ways to stop doing it if you're doing it, which maybe we can share later, mm-hmm. but the fact that these people are not letting their egos get in the way, and so, because when you're the person that's close to the party, you've talked about this before, right, Maria, you, no one's going to know your mom like you. Yeah. You know what I mean? In this case, no, nobody, no doctor, because they're not with her. And every person's different. And we see with COVID, you want to talk, I thought cancer was mystery meat, meaning like yeah. I'm asking questions I'm not getting answers to because I always say to you, Maria, they don't know. Mm-hmm. But now with COVID, nobody knows. But you're going to know, you're going to have a leg up on most people because you're like on the internet and calling people and you're by, well, right by your mother's 24/7, side. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, but but I love about the the. The, the doctors that don't have that can put their ego to the side is that they're listening to you and they're engaging in discussions but 
I think a lot of other people are going to deal with. I, I know my parents. We dealt with dogs. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, nice try, Kathy. Because my mother was like you. Well, everyone you know? I know, Kev, anybody who loves their family member is going to research and is going to try and is going to say, what about this treatment? What about that treatment? And I get like doctors, you know, Eight, don't have a lot of time. Are going to hear, yeah, yeah, we got this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they don't have a lot of time. Like, listen, we know people in our family who are like conspiracy theorists and then they get all these things and they just take up the doctor's times with just like madness too right so you got to hear you got to understand their perspective as well i do i get it but i just am grateful that we've built this relationship because they know like there were different times i took my mom to mexico and we Mm -hmm. tried different things Mm -hmm. and it worked and so but listen like it's it's a challenge right now for us because you've got people who are like let her go I'm like, well, what are we letting her go of? And that's mm. the key. Nobody mm. knows what we're letting her go of. So how can I let her go? If you told me, here's wow. the blood work that says her organs are in failure. Due to the cancer, you know, right? I can't, I can't return that. I can't, right. I can't change that. So then you give someone their comfortable, safe passage. No one can tell me that yet mm-hmm. for yeah. a fact. Yeah, we don't know if this isn't so, corona. So... This is kind of like, and and I don't know how many people out there have had to deal with this, and please share with me what you've dealt with. Um, You know, you're asking for guidance from people, and, you know, we had our home health nurse here today, and she was so lovely and so helpful, and I said, listen, you know, I'm sure you've had to be a part therapist to people in the past. I go, so here goes. Here are my concerns. My concerns are, I don't really know what's happening. And things are coming and going. And and as I've investigated, because I woke up in a pool of sweat last night, soaking, soaking wet. Mm. And then I couldn't sleep because I'm like, should I be sending her to the hospital? But then if she goes to the hospital, no one can be there. And she wouldn't want that. And then if she goes to the hospital, then they kind of become a guinea pig in a sense where it's like, oh, let's fix this. Let's it's it becomes mechanical. You and also can't monitor like you can't. Can mo- here. Are they going to hand feed exactly. her? Are they, I mean, the stuff we're anything. doing here, exactly. Maria. So it was like, okay, so you got to eliminate all the things that you're going to mm-hmm. feel guilty about or feel like you're doing wrong. So okay, so I got rid of that. Then I said, okay, so what could it be? And Doctor Black was saying, you know, there could be little blood clots that the sonograms didn't pick up. That's something they're seeing with COVID. Then we researched the kidneys. Now her kidneys, um, they're they're actually her cre- creatine level wasn't wrong. When, and when did we take that, Maria? We did those two weeks ago. So okay. her kidneys were let's, actually okay. But let's see now. Um, but you know, when you look up the side effects or the symptoms of a kidney issue. You know, you get the dark urine, which we've had. You get no urine, which we've had. You get sometimes it comes confusion, and it goes and the confusion fatigue. and the sleepiness. But those are also the symptoms of um, the sleepiness and all of that as symptoms of the brain tumor and symptoms of COVID in general. So I feel like we're dealing with a kidney thing, but I'm not sure. But I said to her, I go, I'm not going to allow something small that can be fixed to go un." Fixed. And what's the most important thing, Maria, in this? What Comfortable, is safe, and ha- pain-free, yes. and happy. Well, yes, except I get, let me, I should ask the question a different way. What does your mom want? My mm-hmm. mom wants to live. That's it. Yeah, that's and it. We've so asked I her. I have to that, give her every chance. But we've asked her, to be clear. You've point. asked her. That is a really big point. Yeah. You've asked her clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom, she's, she's wanting to take that chemo. She wants. Okay. So we gave her, yeah. Dr. Rudnick and I were talking, we gave her a break off the chemo. And so the last two nights she hasn't had it. Well, this morning 
she woke up and she was perkier and she was Mm -hmm. laughing and smiling and she ate her breakfast now she's been sleeping since and that's something that we've been dealing with a lot of um sleepiness but she was better and she wasn't that deep voice wasn't there and the gurgling wasn't there and so the other part of kind of the last stages is um these things kind of come and go and it's a roller coaster and it really is an emotional roller coaster right um but you know there is that question of when to let go and when not to let go and knowing that she wants to keep fighting i got to keep fighting and i of course want to keep fighting and then also trying to manage everyone else's beliefs expectations and and thoughts and opinions is something that's also challenging without alienating or scolding mm-hmm. or whatever like because all of that people's well, tempers keeping, can flare keeping and, your ego out of that yeah right? absolutely yeah. so um so i'm, I'm i guess i'm kind of just sharing because i think that there's a lot of confusion right now around what is ailing your family member because covid is so unknown and so know that you're not alone in that and know that it is very tricky and we're all trying to figure it out we did get blood work and some urine today, so we'll see where she's at. And I said, that will help inform me as I'm making decisions because I can't just make decisions blindly. Yeah. Um, keep. Especially when someone's trusted me to take care of them. Right. And, you know, yesterday my aunt Helen was saying, she was like, you know, she, she was very emotional. She goes, your mom never complained. She has handled this so gracefully. And she always said, Maria's going to take care of it. Don't worry. And she looked at me and she goes, no pressure. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to assume. Mrs. Rudstein, my second grade teacher, she, oh, she was so good. She really hammered it into my head. Never assume. You make an ass out of you and me. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, oh, I can say ass. Second (laughs) grade. I was so excited. (laughs) But you don't want to assume and I don't want to assume and I am like I said I am giddy at the possibility of a miracle and Mm -hmm. I want to encourage you to be giddy about the possibility of a miracle in your life or your loved one's life because it is possible and and manage those egos manage your own ego and then manage the egos of those people around you and I will say the one way to manage that is to have a big picture mentality so mm-hmm. keep asking yourself, what does mom want? In mm-hmm. this case, Maria, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's say a doctor comes in with a better idea. Let's say a family member mm-hmm. has a better idea. Or a family member says, no, Maria, she's actually really suffering. Stop it. Right. You can't be like, F you. I'm with her every day. You're not. You got to step mm-hmm. back. T- big picture. Look at the big picture. Yeah. Is mom really suffering? And we, you and I, Maria, we've been at our best when we've taken our egos out of situations there were family members who were very jealous of your parents once they became successful and um you know they weren't so nice to us especially to me but i remember there was a couple of family mm-hmm. members that weren't nice to me and weren't so nice to you but weren't nice to me but they were the few that were very nice to your mom and dad and i said maria that's what matters it's yeah. not i got to take my ego out wow. of this We'll we be friends with them because they're protecting mom and dad back yep. in Connecticut when we're not there. Mm-hmm. And so we did. And, and But that's a challenge. I've also had times where I've given someone advice on their careers. You know, this uh, very, very dear friend I had a bad fall, terrible falling out with because I wanted him and her. There were two of them, two hosts. I got them a, a job hosting a national 
talk show, but there was no money involved. I'm like, but who cares? It's national. You'll be on there. And I promise in yeah. six months or a year, Good Morning America today, they'll all see you. And they were like, no, our agent wants us to fight for money. And I got really mad because they because I knew that was going to – now, ultimately, I was right. It blew the deal. They scared everyone away because the place had no money. And I was putting myself out there to the this mm-hmm. other show saying, hey, you could use my studios. I'll donate the studios. I really just wanted my kids to win. Mm-hmm. But it made my ego – it got my ego upset. So I said stupid things. Like, mm-hmm. I can get – you know how many people they could get to just do this? I can get anyone to just do – you know, and they took it like, well, we're just anybody. And it just led mm-hmm. to something really bad because I let my ego get in the way. So it's really hard when you're managing these situations. But I encourage – there's such a lesson in ego being the enemy, Maria. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, <coughs> I was watching yesterday. I'm like, wow, doctor – your doctors in L.A., it's not – the enemy with them and you too you know you, you you're you always very good at me you know kelsey and jeff too are just you about so you to know. say something nice about me i am right now <laughs> yes i am yes. no because you're because i'm the hothead italian like you know i admit that you know what i mean like the crazy like boston italian we're the we're the, the best of friends and the worst of enemies you know and i know that but and i've been working on that for decades but you're the one who's always fair who goes mm, no Kevin, this is fair. this is what's going on. Oh. It's not what you think. Relax. Or you go, no, you really have every reason to be mad right now. So you're very, as your as your godfather always said, firm, fair, consistent. Yeah, mm. that's how you need to be. Firm, fair, consistent. By the way, these are not things that I do, but <laughs> <laughs> but I know in my brain that these, these they're the right way to be. Yeah. I think for me, like the thing I'm so impressed by, and I think is valuable for our audience, is just. You mentioned how gracefully your mom is handling all this. Mm. And you both are too. I think there's just such an elegance to the way that you all have handled this news, the challenges you're facing. I think that's such an important and empowering point is no matter how out of control things are, you can choose how you handle the situation. And I really think, you know, there's the version of this where you're very angry. You're angry at God, you're angry at the universe. And you probably have been. And I think those are okay feelings to work for. I think we bring it to God, but at least in a front-facing way for us, for your heel squad, and for your mom, you've been really balanced and elegant and gracious about it. And to me, this relates to the ego thing too. There's nothing more attractive in a person than someone who is measured and reasonable and approaches life in an elegant, classy way. Mm -hmm. And I think that has to do with the ego thing too. And that's very empowering as well. Even when you feel like you're powerless, the power you have in choosing to process and handle challenging situations in a gracious, elegant, and classy way is, I think, really, really important. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. I appreciate that. I think, you know, um, I always tell people, like, how do you want your story to be told? Mm -hmm. It's a really great way to help you become more graceful in the eye of challenges. Yeah. And, you know, with my brain tumor, I remember making a very clear decision that I was going to let comedy rule and I was going to um, know that this was happening for me, not to me. And I was going to use that as I propelled forward. I wasn't going to be a woe is me and crying and making everyone like, you know, feel bad. And it just wasn't the way I wanted to go through this journey. And I figured, you know, a few laughs, which, you know, that's to me, that's why we're laughing here at every t- everything we can, mm-hmm. whether it's dirty jokes with my mom mm-hmm. or whatever I can do to get a laugh. And 
that was my choice. But guys, it made it so much easier. Now, it was not easy not being able to walk and having a walker. And like the celebration when I actually was able to walk to the corner store was so major. And then, you know, walking home, I remember I'm like holding on to Kevin. I was like, I can't believe we made it. We made it. Like Mm. it was not easy. But it was made easier because I chose to go through it in a different way. Also, and so, man, there's a, you know, you went through it with, with, I don't want everyone to think like you went through it saying, I'm just going to laugh through this, whatever. No, the reason, Jeff, so just the reason we've been the way we are and I encourage other people to be proactive in these situations, there was no, there's no time for that. There's no time to blame God. We're trying to save Lisa. Mm-hmm. There's no time to blame God. We're trying to get that tumor out of your brain so you mm-hmm. can walk but when people again like i always say like man like the people just sitting around and the devil's playground and then idle time is the devil's playground. yeah, yeah. you know you, you there's no time for that but no that's t- a you, great point because you, know? you can again it's choices in life right you can choose to focus on all of the bad and focus on who you want to blame and all of that none of that's helping you no. or them nope and so that's why I keep saying energy is so powerful. If we know energy is powerful, why not believe in the miracle? Why not keep asking for it? Why c- I keep envisioning my mom getting out of that bed and walking and laughing and smiling mm. and us being able to say, oh my God, she's a miracle. It worked. It helped. It di- We did it. And like I said, at the risk of looking stupid because tomorrow something else might happen. I don't know. But why not have my attention go there? Why ha- not have my attention go into conversations with someone who you know is in India and thinks they have something that could cure her why not let's do everything that we can and have that mentality it doesn't mean I don't have by the way does not mean I don't have moments where I'm like honey I'm scared Mm -hmm. and I'll grab him like I'm scared and then we talk and I'm like okay and then I shift or I'll call my best friend I'm like I'm scared or I'll look at Kelsey I'm like I'm scared Mm -hmm. I'm having those moments but I'm Mm -hmm. shifting out of them quickly because nothing good is coming from fear unless it's guiding you to a solution which Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night yes my fear was guiding me into doing some research and guiding me into pushing harder so you gotta you gotta let it guide you to something better not spiral you down um and so yeah i think that's why with this it's the same thing it's how do we want to go through this do we want well, this could go on for months. Do we want to yeah. be suffering and becoming sick? And my mom wouldn't want that. Um, and your loved one wouldn't either. So um, I did pull some really cool ego things that we Ooh. can share maybe in the Patreon this week. And we can hey. do a whole episode on the ego. Because um, I think that could be really fascinating. And uh, that book, Ego is the Enemy, is really incredible. Uh, think about how many problems you if you have with your friends not you maria but i'm saying everybody if to the audience mm-hmm. or with family mm-hmm. or whatever or bosses and, and mm-hmm. think about how much is tied to ego oh everything. yeah so, well, like i never one. minded the bosses it was like where the decisions were based on what was great for was really mm-hmm. a good business decision for the company and but the ones that were just based on ego oh yeah. man yeah, yeah. And, and what you worst. do in those moments is you actually make yourself look weaker. That's why, like, what I was saying about the ability to handle situations with grace and class is such an attractive quality and such a powerful quality. Because when we see people break because of their ego, they look weak and insecure and kind yeah. of pathetic, right? Yeah. And, you know, they might have that moment where they're on a soapbox and they're scary for five minutes. 
but an hour later, as both the person who got yelled at and the person who's yelling process it, they both know that it was a moment of weakness actually that that person showed because they let their feelings get in the way of reasonability and their own inner power, I think. Ooh, good one. It's true. Very true. All right, guys. Well, we ain't giving up. Hmm. Um, I did want to say one thing, Maria. I have to say, because I'm here with you both, that a lot of people can look nice and look graceful and that they're handling everything well, like on camera, right? But I'm here with you both (laughs) and you actually are not in front of the camera as well. And I Mm. literally every day I'm like, how Maria is still smiling. Like I don't, it's pretty dang remarkable. I mean, both of you, like it's so cool to watch you both support one another the way you do and the way you just like give your 120,000% to your mom. I'm like, it's, it's amazing. So thanks. She's like that. They're both like that in front of the camera as well as behind. So thank you. I think that's important. Well, it's funny you said that because you made me cry. Like when you said she's still smiling because I remember when my mom's tumor came back a year ish ago Mm. and I was like, John Edward had kept telling me that I needed to have, there was some conversations that I needed to have with my mom that I hadn't had yet. Mm. And I was like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I had this moment where I got on the couch with her and we were talking and I just blurted out how afraid I was and how I just wanted her to know that I was doing everything I could. And, and she was like, she's like, you don't think I know? And I said, I don't know. And I'm like, like, you know, guttural crying Mm -hmm. with her. And I didn't really do that a lot because, you know, I'm the one who's guiding. You can't, as a leader, guide when you're breaking down, right? But then I had to, like, be the daughter for a minute. And so I was, like, shifting into daughter mode. And she said, you know, Maria, I don't, uh, you know, she basically was like, I don't know what's going to happen. She's like, and I'm okay. And she's like, but if something happens, she's like, I want you to keep smiling. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, yeah. oh my god and I was like wailing and so mm. that's why I say to people like no one that loves you would want you to suffer mm-hmm. and I think I'm not doing this so that I don't suffer I'm doing this because I am still fighting for her yeah. Amen. and so um I'm going to continue doing my energy I work you're fighting, in my own way. And you're fighting for a <coughs> lot of people with brain tumors, Maria, too, yeah. because of mm-hmm. what you're, you know, all of your quote and quote patients <laughs> that you mm-hmm. have on your my roster patients. that <laughs> you deal with. Um, this is all of it helps them, too. I just want to show people there's another way. Yeah. And last night I was reading a lot of chats about kind of the end stages of glioblastoma, <coughs> and I was shocked not shocked but like it was a lot to take in when it was like my dad was diagnosed he died a month later my dad was diagnosed he died a week later my mom was diagnosed she died three months later and and I just I feel like there's so much to share yes my mom obviously um responded really well and we were very lucky too but I know that we did a lot And I did, Mm -hmm. I know we did stuff that everybody can do. And so that's why I've been on a mission to share as much as I can with people. And it's not just for glioblastoma. A lot of it is just generic for cancer and illness and um, any of it, because Mm -hmm. um, there's so much more we're capable of, so much more available to us. And 
um, and that's where going back to having great doctors, having a great collaboration yeah. with your doctors is really important um, and knowing that you're gonna have to do the work mm. you know it's not on them you can't just say hey you know a lot of people I know they're like hey you know I just read this in the New York Post like here's this new glioblastoma treatment so it's like that's where doctors get frustrated because like they're like that hasn't even gone through any trials right. yet it's still early right. on and like you said they don't have time to read an article and they don't even right. have time to do it so it's like you have to do the work yeah. Yeah. you have to research mm-hmm. you have to figure it out you have to go to the doctor like I did with Mexico and say here are the things that we're going to do is anything on this list going to interact poorly with what she's doing with you mm-hmm. or going to jeopardize her in any way and then you work with them I, and that's I just what we did. both of our hearts go out to the people that don't have the resources we do and you maria you're always mentioning that you always say how do people do it how do people yeah, maria will be crying her eyes or you know and i i i feel um it's terrible for people there listen there there are ways to do it not on Maria's level there are you know we didn't have much with my mom and I with my dad but we definitely gave it everything we had back that was 20 something years 30 years ago maybe but I it's it's uh yeah it's really hard if um and hopefully that you'll be getting a lot of tools on this show and other shows to kind of and other thing information out there to help well, you can That's do why we're here. Well, you right, can Jen. do it. Because when it's you know hard. better, you get better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's hard. And I, I will mean, say, you know. everything on these shows is free. Because, Kev, you're right that it is hard without those resources. But, you know, all the tools and tips and takeaways about emotional wellness and spirituality and faith, they don't cost anything. So yeah. you can also feel empowered if you're listening to this show, knowing that any of these episodes, the takeaways you pull, don't cost you a thing. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well... I got to get back to <laughs> caretaking and then I got to figure out when I get my break so I can go outside and sled a little yes. <laughs> because um, <laughs> it's all about having some fun too, That's right? right. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you guys for joining us as always. Thank you to our, our heel squad. We love you guys. We're grateful for you. And uh, Kelsey's going to be sending out the RSVP invite for the Cindy Dale event for our Patreon members. If you haven't joined us on Patreon, you might want to join right now so you can be a part of this event on February 10th. Mm-hmm. We're doing a heart chakra opening um, workshop. And at the $10 tier a month, you can join and be a part of this and gain access to our library of workshops. Uh, so join us if you go to Better Together with Marie on Instagram and click the link you can uh, become a member That's right. of the Superheel Squad. Superheel Squad. Mm-hmm. Very easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to get to 10,000 followers on Better Together with Maria, so if you could help us. And by the way, swipe all of your friends' cell phones at the dinner table, um, <laughs> even if it's just your family members or anyone you come into contact with and just say, hey, can you just hit follow? We're so it close. will help you because we'll have great things in there for you. That would be great. Uh, tomorrow, it looks like we have Adam Carolla on the show. Um, he is obviously a radio personality, comedian, actor, podcaster. I've done a show many times. Um, and we're going to discuss how he created his own success by embracing a then unknown medium called podcasting. <laughs> only I'm person I, yeah. Only other person I know that was like, oh, let's do podcasting was... Kevin. Mr. Hawaii over there. Who, uh, <laughs> was Mr. Aloha. Mr. Aloha was like, you got to get into podcasting. What the hell's podcasting? 12 years ago, I was saying yep. that. Oh. But with Adam, you know, he, he's a great story because uh, he didn't come from very humble beginnings, pretty poor family, and negative family. 
negative. Mm. You're nothing. And he was a legit construction worker, you know, working out in like the worst conditions, dreaming of something bigger. Wow. And so it'd be interesting to see, you know, how he got there. And then, you know, he also was fired and dealt with a lot of rejection and then went out and did something on his own. So I, I think I'm there's excited. a lot of valuable information mm -hmm. that he doesn't usually give out, but mm -hmm. he'll give to us. All right. So join us for that. In the meantime, you can follow us at Better Together with Maria, at Jeffrey Crangram, at Kelsmeyer too, at Bitchy Winnie. I mean, Princess Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, my little poodle bitch. I'm so happy you're here with Mama so that she has her emotional support that's right oh she's so cute <laughs> uh thank you guys as always be nice people make good choices and be present